Okay, guys, we're picking up on Daf Kafed in a bed. We're in the middle of talking about this thing with Yoshiyahu. He said, like, the Cherev, uh, if the Cherev passes through, so he said, even the Cherev shall shalom. Uh, and, the exa- and you still do it, and it's like they always end in tragedy, or can end in tragedy, I should say. And the example there is Paro Necho going through with Yoshiyahu Hamela. So if you see on the top of the page, it says, So what's the deal? I'm not coming against you, says uh, Paranacho. I'm going to go to the people I'm fighting against. Uh, and, and the God said to uh, like, stir me up. Uh, don't uh, like, get caught up with my God. He won't, it won't destroy you. Meaning, like, don't get involved here and like, let me go through. Anyhow, so it says, my Elohim Asheri me. What does it mean to God with me? I'm Rabbi Damarab, Zorba the Zara. So he says, no, that's about the Zara. So it really shouldn't be Elohim, it's Elohim. Amar, uh, so he says this, Amar, Ho'il Bekabadach, but with the Zara, Yechinale. So Yoshiyahu Hamela said to himself, since Paranacho is relying on the Buddha Zara, so Yechinale means I'll be able to overcome him. But in fact, that's not what happened. It says in the Buddha's later, the Yoru Hayorim, the archer is shot, Lamelech Yoshiyahu against the king Yoshiyahu. And the king said to his servants, "Haviruni kehechleti mo'od, like, like, uh, like, let me be, because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hit. Like basically, I'm, I'm hit." My kehechleti mo'od does it mean? I'm Rabbi Damarav, Melamesha Asu Kol Gufo Kikvara Hachaleti. I'm not exactly sure how this fits into the wording. He says they made his body like a sieve, meaning like very full of holes. It's like very gruesome. Okay. So that's the idea. It did not work out well for Yoshiyahu. So I'm Rabbi Shmuel Benachmeni. I'm a Rebbe. Rebbe. Why would Yoshiyahu punish? Because he should have checked in with Yermiyahu, Limlach means to check in, and he didn't check in with him. My Darash, what was the drush he made for himself? It says the follow. One of the blessings is a sword should not pass through your land. My cherub, but this means a, a sword. If you say it means a cherub that is not of peace, so it only says in the Torah, in the same puzzle, I will play, I'll give peace in the land. So it would be re- it would be repetitive to say becherav lo tavar b'tzachan ela filu cherav shalom. So it means even a cherav of peace won't pass through. Behu ain't no she ain't the road to meyafet. But he didn't realize Yoshiel didn't realize that. So again, the point is that Yoshiel thought that the blessing of um, being protected by Hashem is in effect, and therefore even a cherav of shalom should not pass through. So when Parnacho tries to come through, he's like, no. You're not going to come through. Even the Kharib of Shalom, you're not supposed to come through. And he, so he goes to war against him to prevent that. But he didn't realize the Indoor Dumeyofem means that his generation wasn't worthy. Okay, he didn't realize, like, Yoshio didn't realize that his generation wasn't the generation that the Torah is talking about when it makes all these promises. Okay. Anyhow, when he was dying, now it's interesting. Uh, I got it to here because it's, I'm not so sure. Is Yermiel really there with Yoshiyahu when he died? It's not so clear. But anyhow, the way I got this says yes. So Yermiel is there. He sees his lips moving. Uh, says, oh, maybe God forbid he's saying something like inappropriate because he's so uh, you know he's so uh, in pain. Maybe he's like cursing Hashem or something terrible like that. Gachin, so he bent down. Vishami, and he heard Yoshiyahu to come masik aleidina on Avshed. He was doing me matstik the din, masik the din. He called it like the person Rahman uh, al is passing away. So ideally, they should do what's called tzidur kadem. They basically basically admit, I'm you know Hashem is the tzaddik, I'm the rasha. You know, I, I sinned my whole life, whatever. And uh, you know Hashem is the one who knows the real tzaddik. I just says Amar. He said tzaddik Hashem. Uh, I'm sorry, Sadiqu Hashem ki piu mariti. Hashem is righteous because I have uh, rebel. I've embittered his mouth. I meant to do what Hashem said. 
Patachaleya, he shaita, so at that time, Yumiyahu HaMelech, like, so opened up his mouth and said, Ruach HaPenu, Mashiach Hashem, like the, uh, the spirit of our nose is the Mashiach HaVashem, meaning that Yoshiyahu is like really like such a righteous person, and uh, that's the positive of Eicha, right? The Yomiyahu would say, Eicha, Megillah Eicha. So that's the, uh, that's the, the end of Yoshiyahu's life. Anyhow, okay. So, now a lot of small little mini sugis here, okay? Going through the Mishnah. It said, uh, so in case the Zakenim went down to Yerushalayim to the cities, so they said, uh, remember they, they, they took it fasted because there was a full oven's worth of like a locust, whatever. The question was, is a full oven of grain or a full oven of bread? I guess the difference is the oven of grain is like stuffed with grain. The oven of bread, the bread kind of lines the outside, like the walls of the oven, but you don't fill the middle of the oven up. So I guess it's a question of how much, you know, how much did they see? In terms of the uh, damage, Tashma Kamale Pitanur. So coming here, it said the, uh, the 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 full mouth of the oven. But again, so I got uh, one second. Pitanur. I guess it means like the mouth of the tanur. So not so much. So so Adayin Tibailahu Kikisuya de Tanuro Demakidara Derifta. So it means like was it only the like the opening of the of the tanur or like the rows of bread? I guess I guess the resolution is gonna be like a bread oven. The question is like if you imagine like the oven, I don't know, like this cup, let's say, right? So you can have it like this, or you can have the whole thing lined, like all the walls lined. So how much is it? So Gamara says, um, sorry, Kidar derived the Hadali Lapuma de Tanura. Gamara says take it. I'm not really so sure. So uh, okay. We don't resolve that question, but that's an interesting question. Okay. Here's a weird Agamara. So it says, uh, There's a case of these two uh, 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 wolves came and they swallowed two babies. It sounds like they swallowed them whole, which is very bizarre. And they, hikium means they excreted them uh, the way of the uh, excrement. Okay, so they didn't like throw them up, they like excreted them. I guess you, but it sounds like they, it's a very strange idea. I don't even know like, what, what's going on here. But it sounds like they excreted them and it was like the babies. Like it was sort of like they were dead babies, but it was like the babies. It wasn't just, you know, whatever. So what's going on? So, the, so the Gemara is asking a very uh, tactical halacha question. It's kind of ignoring the tragedy of this situation. Made the basar, the flesh of these uh, dead babies, uh, considered to be tahor. Okay, even though dead, ba- uh, you know, dead Jews are tamei generally, but here the flesh is tahor because it had been gone through the digestive system of the wolves. But they said that the bones that were tamei. More than that, I can't tell you. Okay. So we said these are the things that you are be matria even on Shabbat. You blow the shofar. Tanu Rabbanan ir sheikibu on the chrim on the If the city's been surrounded by non-Jews, again to attack it, or a, a river is going to overflow. Be'achaz fina balan, or a uh, boat that's having uh, trouble in the sea. Be'achad yachid and yordaf mipnei on the chrim. Uh, or uh, an individual who's being chased down by non-Jews to, you know, to kill him, or because of listim, uh, by bandits, or an evil spirit. Uh, okay? So for these things, for these things, one second, um... Yeah, Raju says, 
meaning that she nichnas bo ruach shida. There's like a like a demon spirit goes in him. He's like running around like crazy. Maybe he'll like drown in the river or like he'll fall down and die. Like it's a very dangerous thing to have this for a person to have this happen. So it says That's what we For all these things, an individual is allowed to the sagaver. That's what it really means. The sagaver usually means to like um flog yourself. It doesn't mean like whip yourself. It means like with tanit. Okay, so like kiv yachav. It means like to and you know to cause pain to yourself through tanit. I get to avoid these horrible things. You're not allowed to do that. An individual is not allowed to. Meaning, if the tzibur is going to do it, it's one thing. But an individual is not. Because maybe he'll need the briot. Meaning, if you're, uh, if the person weakens himself, he won't have enough uh, strength to earn a living, and then he'll need people to provide him with money, and then maybe they're not going to have mercy on him. Either they won't provide him with money, or maybe they will, but then they're going to start demanding you know, the other money back, and uh, and he won't be able to afford it. So it's not a good idea. Says Rabbi Yosef. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yosef. My time with Rabbi Yosef. What's the reason, Rabbi Yosef? The Chiddush says, "By Hiha Adam le Nefesh Chaya," because the person that this is the pasuk in Breishit, right? The person became a Nefesh Chaya, a living being. Nishamash natata, excuse me, Nishamash natati b'cha hachayeha. The Nishamah that I gave you, hachaya, enliven it, make it alive. Meaning, your job is to keep yourself healthy and to do things that make yourself unhealthy is not a good idea. Okay, and that, that's sort of the idea of Rabbi Yosef that the individual should not be doing these things. Okay. So the, for the for the plague and things like that. So it says the Chachamim did not agree with him. The Gemara says they asked the following question: It says the Chachamim didn't agree. Didn't mean they didn't agree that you can blow the shofar on Shabbat, or didn't agree that these things warrant blowing the shofar at all. So Tashma Detanya Matrin Ahadever B'Shabbat Be'Imtar Chlomar B'Chol. So the Brayta says you blow the uh, the, the shofar for Dever on Shabbat, and you don't have to say you do it for the weekday. In Matriina la Deber, holy cards is no. You don't blow the shofar for Deber at all. At all. And that seems to be reflecting the opinion of the Rabbanan that they would agree that would be the same thing. Okay. Then we said, a cold sarashal to volati burbachulay, right? We bring the shofar for these tarot that you don't want to come upon the community. Tana Rabbanan. Al cold sarashal to volati burbachina lea, chut me rov gishamim. Okay, so all sorts of tragedies, trying to avoid these tragedies, will blow the shofar, have a fast day, whatever it is, except for rov gishamim. Too much rain. My time, what's the reasoning? I'm Rabbi Yochanan, and the Palanim, So we don't dive in about an abundance of good. Meaning, fundamentally, the assumption is that rain is good. It is true, of course, we all recognize, and we'll see more about that, that the rain could be overwhelming and really not good at a certain point, but fundamentally, rain is good, and to, to dive in not to have something that's fundamentally good is not appropriate. So then he goes on to say, from where do we know that you don't daven for an abundance of good? Shneimar says as follows. It says in Malachi, "Haviu et kol hamaser el beit haotzar." Right, you bring all the maser to the storehouse for Gomer. And then the pasuk goes on to say, "Bari kotel hamracha abliza." We actually had this in Daf Ted. I think it says on the side. And I will, uh, I will give you so much bracha. Adbili die. So Adbili die literally means so you won't. There won't be any die. Die means like enough. So Gemara says my Adbili die. What's the interpretation of Adbili die? So it's a famous uh, drasha. It's actually a song. Amarami bar Rav, maybe Rav Yud. Achivlu siftotechem milomar die. So your lips wear out from saying die. Like you're gonna be saying like, oh my god, enough, enough. Like it's too much. It's too much, you know. And you say that so much, your lips are gonna wear out. Meaning it's gonna be so much good. That's the idea. I want to give you. I'll give you a quick, give you a quick shot on this for a second. Uh, I was thinking about this. Shot, my son's uh, uh, 
a wedding, there was a people singing a song. You know, the Okay, fine. Anyhow, there's a song, yeah. So, so it says, is this idea. So I, I was thinking that the word die, you don't use your lips to say the word die. Right? You use your tongue in your palate. So it means like, it says, until your lips wear out from saying die. So my shot is, you're never going to wear out from saying die. That's nice. Like, even more. Okay, anyhow. Okay. Rami Bar said, but in the Gola, you are allowed to be Matriya for the, uh, for the, what's it called? Too much rain. Tiny Lemmy, how can we write it like this? Shana Shek Jamea Murabim, Anshem Bishmar, Sholchim, Anshem Ma'amad. Now the people in the time in the year when there is a lot of rain, the Anche Mishmar is sent to the Anche Ma'amad, right? We remember, remember the people the Kohanim and that's that. Tnu Enechem Ba'achechem Shabagola. Like pay attention to your brethren in the in the exile in the diaspora. Shelo Yehi Ba'tehem Kibrahem, because we don't want their houses to be their uh, graves. Meaning the idea is that the concern is if there's too much rain, the houses maybe weren't built into such style of foundations. Right? If the, if the ground becomes unstable because it's so rainy, the the the, uh, the houses will collapse. God forbid, and that will be their graves. We have actually have a similar thing in the in the Musaf on the Yom Kippur, we say that Kohen Gadol has a special, uh, a special um, filah, and one of the things he says is that for the people of Shomron, Shalot to back to him, Kibraham. That because in Shomron apparently the idea was that their houses were like built on stilts and they were sort of like a little unstable. If it'd be too rainy, the houses would collapse, and so that's a similar idea. Anyhow, Shalut Rabbi Lezer at Heichan and Gishamim Yordim Vipalu Shalayudu. Like at what point, they ask Rabbi Lezer, can the rains fall when we can say we should dive in and they shouldn't fall anymore? So Amrlahem, Kidishi Amodam Bekaran Afel, the Sasaih Raklav Bamaim. He says, Well, I'll tell you how much. And the idea is gonna be here that like never. That's gonna be the answer, okay? But he's gonna say it like this. That a person could stand in Karen Afel and he can dip his feet in the water. Okay? Now Karen Afel apparently is this place where it's a very high cliff. Okay, the idea is so, okay, if the water gets so high that you can stand on this cliff of Karen Afel and dip your feet in the water from how much the rain is going how much water we're getting, fine. At that point you're able to uh, you can start start diving not to have any more rain. But the idea is that's impossible. Like it's never gonna happen. Okay? It's like saying, you know, like, okay, when you sit in the top of the entire state building and you dip your feet in the water. Well, like, you know, this is never going to happen. Tanya, but the says, we don't do the part of Yadav, it says, but you dip your hands in the, in the water. What I meant to say is your hands are like your feet. It doesn't make a difference. Okay. Amr Rabba Barachana just emphasizes how high Karen Afel is. Rabba Barachana says, I once saw Karen Afel, and at that place I saw the Kamahutaya Kirachiv Gamla, Benakid Ramcha Biado, Biado, excuse me. I saw a certain Arab uh, Arab uh, traveler, merchant. He was riding on a camel, and he had a spear in his hand. So you just imagine like a guy, like a, a man on a camel with a spear, right? It's really, it's like a lot, it's very high. And Mizchaze Iniva, and he looked like an ant or like a worm. Okay, uh, so meaning he looked tiny, right? So I'm looking up at this. Uh, how how high is this cliff? It's so high that this person who's a normal-sized man on a camel with a spear, and he looks like this tiny little worm. Okay, that's how high, you know, how far away they basically. Okay, uh, I think this is a good place. Uh, no, we read one more line. Uh, I will give the, the rain at the proper time. Not like an overabundance, like shikora, like you know, like drunk and not thirsty. Rather, a middle amount. Because whenever the rain is too much, it like messes up the ground and it can't produce fruit, right? You can over it, you can flood it, right? If it floods the ground, their fruit won't be produced either. So you have the, the bracha is to have just the right amount of rain. And there's more to be said there, but we'll stop here for now. Let's go.